this Shabbos, the Shabbos Chazayin, and I uh, was thinking, interestingly, we were just talking about the halachas of Tisha B'Av, and it's always a challenge, you always wonder how you can be part of the Avelis of the Harbin, right? How you can feel it, how you can participate more, how, how you can be emotionally connected to the day of Tisha B'Av. Now, there's an interesting thing that start, got me thinking about this, and that one of the halachas that we learned um, that's prohibited on Tisha B'Av is learning Tyrus. So there's no learning Tyra on Tisha B'Av. But that Tisha B'Av has in common with Avelos. When a person is in Avel, on a father or mother or loved one, they also, they're not allowed to learn for seven days. And Avel is prohibited from learning Tyra. What's the reason why? Because we say, it's a pasuk we say in Shabbos Davani, B'kudi Hashem Yisharim Esamachelev, the commandments of Hashem, the mitzvahs, they're, they're just and they, they uh, gladden the heart. They make a person happy. So that's why we don't learn Tyra. We avoid Simcha. But there is things you are allowed to learn. You're allowed to learn, say, for Eov in Tanakh, because it's very sad. Yermio, the parts that's, that predict the Karcharbin. You're allowed to learn the Gemaras that I talk about, Avelos, and these kind of things, because those are sad Gemaras. Those are sad Halachas. And they kind of intensify the sadness. So that's, those things are permitted to be learned. But here there's a very fascinating Halacha. There's a Halacha that Tinoike shall base Rabin betelembay. On Tisha B'av, Tinoike shall base Rabin. Children do not learn Taira on Tisha B'av. And many Paiskim hold, and this seems to be the simple reading of the Shulchan Aruch, that means that they don't learn at all. Children, we don't teach children anything on Tisha B'av. Even Eov, even Halchas Avelos, even Gemar, anything, even things that we're allowed to learn. We don't teach it to children on Tisha B'av. Tisha B'av, children don't learn at all. And that's a, a, a fascinating halacha. They simply sit around and they're bored. We want them to be bored and to do nothing. We're allowed to tell them the story of the Harbin, and that's it. I even saw that Rav Chaim Kanievsky and other Paiskim, uh, they write that you shouldn't even learn Aleph Beis with a child. So it means a child that's like three or four, you shouldn't learn Aleph Beis with him. They shouldn't learn at all. Now, you know, we know there's these videos that, that do teach, so they rely on another opinion. Mishabur does bring another opinion that allows it. But this is a, an opinion held by any Paiskim that children shouldn't learn Tyre at all. And this is astounding. First of all, why should they be worse than adults? I mean, if adults are allowed to learn certain things, why shouldn't children be able to learn them? Um, and in addition, I mean, we're talking about very young children over here who have no concept of Avelis, really. Why, what are we trying to show by not teaching them anything, even Aleph Beis? What, what's the point of all this? They're, they're young, too young, really, even for any kind of Chinuch. They don't understand the concept of Harbin. Why are we preventing them from learning Tyra? And many Mepharshim and Paiskim grapple with these questions. But I want to share with you a thought I had about this. And I feel that this thought can help us in a different way relate to the Avelis of the Harbin, relate to what's going on on Tisha B'av, where sometimes it's very difficult. And, and I, was, I, I feel that I... I came to this understanding a little better this year because unfortunately I myself, I'm, I'm in Avelis and I went through a period of Shiva. So I think this idea struck me because of, of part of what I experienced during that time. There's a Pasuk in Ezra. Ezra, uh, you know, who led Klai Yisrael out of Golos Babel and brought them back there to Yisrael. He found out that all of Klai Yisrael, not all, but many people in Klai Yisrael had married non-Jewish women. They married non-Jewish women, and he was shocked at the extent of this transgression, how many people had married Goyim in Golos. And the Pasuk says that his reaction was, when he heard, he tore his clothing, he tore his overcoat, he ripped out some of his hair and his beard, and then it says he sat, the word is Mishoimim, he sat, it's actually very similar to the word in Hebrew, Mishumam, he sat doing nothing, he sat quiet, stunned, in silence without doing anything. 
Ezra was overcome by t- tremendous sadness and grief at the sin of Klai Yisrael, and he did what an Avel, who finds out that he just lost a loved one, he does. What does a person do? The first thing you do, you rip your clothing. That's what you're supposed to do, rip your clothing. And he did that. He ripped his clothing. And he even ripped his hair. Now, we're not allowed to rip our hair when we hear that someone passes away. The Torah prohibits us from doing that for a special reason. But essentially, it's an expression of grief to rip your hair. And so he ripped his hair because he heard, this, heard about this terrible sin. And he sat silent, and he was stunned. And he sat that, ta- that way, the Pasuk says, until Minchas Ha'arev, until Chatzais. He sat quiet, he sat silent, until Chatzais. As we, like we keep Tisha B'Av, the Iker Avelos, until Chatzais. And there's another example of this. Yechezkel Hanavi was told by Hashem, Per Gimel, that his, uh, and not Per Gimel, it's later on, he was told by his, 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 Hashem that his wife is going to pass away that evening. And then Hashem told him exactly how he should keep Avelos. Certain things he should do, and certain things he shouldn't do. And we actually learn mo- a lot of Hilchas Avelos from here. From how Hashem described how yes to keep Hilchas Avelos, and how not, and how other Avelos should, what his exceptions are. They told him how to keep Hilchas Avelos. And one of the things Hashem told him was, Hanek Doim, be silent. Silent from everything. And what does this refer to, be silent from? So one thing Gemara learns from here, it means be silent from She'ilah Shalom. Don't say good morning, don't say hello. That's why we don't do that in Tisha B'Av. It's one of the things Avelos do. Be silent. Now, what this really means, you have to understand, Farsham explained, what this means is, is that it means he shouldn't talk at all, really. He should be quiet for the most part. And the Chiddush is that even saying Shalom Aleichem to someone, which is basic respect, human respect, and you're even allowed to say Shalom Aleichem to someone in the middle of Kriyashma if you have to, because it's, it's very rude and it's very disrespectful not to reply to someone or not to say Shalom Aleichem, but an Avel should even not do that in order to stay silent, in order to stay quiet. And another, another thing the Gemara says it means, it means don't learn Tyra. Don't learn Tyra is a function of being quiet. Don't do anything. Don't even learn Tyra. Stay silent. Stay quiet. And I believe that this is the point of children not learning anything. Now we can learn the bad things, the, the sad things, because the sadness of those things, they do have an effect on us. So they kind of intensify our sadness. But children don't relate to the sad things, they don't relate to the happy things. It's all the same by them. So instead, we say, no, no, the point here is to be actually bored, to actually do nothing. And there's something very powerful about that. And I experienced this, like I said, during Avelos this year, that, you know, there's time people come and they, they, they talk, and that's a part of Shiva, that you're talking to people, and you're talking about the person who passed away, but then there's not always people there. And then you're sitting and there's nothing to do. And there's a long time, and you're sitting there and there's nothing to do, and you sit quiet. And that's when the Avelos really penetrates. It's when you're not doing anything else. You're not focusing on anything else. You're not trying to do anything else. You're simply sitting quiet. You're not sleeping and the, when you're quiet and not doing anything, and you're not being productive, and you feel like you're wasting time, it's when the Avela starts to catch on. That's when you start to feel it. That's when you start to relate to it. A person um, is, you know, they're, they're, it's hard to relate to the things that Tisha B'Av Kinnis is hard to understand. Even if you understand it, it's hard to grasp its depth. And, and it's certainly difficult to relate through on an emotional level. Um, you can read about the Harbin and that has an effect and it helps to intensify the sadness and it does but part of what we're meant to do and perhaps essentially what we're meant to do is really just stop doing everything and be silent exactly the way Ezra was Ezra heard this terrible news he was grief, he was stricken and he did nothing and the concept of doing nothing is that like nothing matters now 
I've lost everything. There's nothing that I need to do, anything I want to do. I've lost all desire to do anything. That's the aspect that simply by doing it, many other aspects of Avelis, we do it, we don't feel it. This is something you actually feel if you start doing that. If you just do nothing, and you sit and you're bored, and you do nothing, it'll start to penetrate. And that recognition and that feeling of Avelis, of that, like, this is a day that we recognize that we have nothing, so we do nothing. We've lost the base of Mikdash, now we don't have anything. And that's why we do nothing. And that's the aspect where children don't do anything. They don't learn at all. Not the Gedvar Marav, not the Gedvar Matayvim. And, and, and when, even when we're doing that, it's just to bring us to that state of recognition of that there's nothing to do on Tisha B'Av. And I feel that, you know, we have, Baruch Hashem, these Tisha B'Av videos which are wonderful, and they help us relate to the day, and they intensify the feeling. Um, but it's important to understand that something is a little lost with them. Is as the idea is not to keep ourselves busy all day Tisha B'Av. It's good. Go to. I'm not, I'm not discouraging going to the videos. Go to them. They're inspiring, and there's a lot to learn from them. But the concept is not to fill up the day of Tisha B'av every moment with doing something. Actually, the concept is quite quite the opposite. To do nothing. I mean, that's why we only do it after Chatzais, if anything. But before before Chatzais, certainly the concept is to just sit there, and spend some time in Tisha B'av, not reading, not doing anything else, not talking, just thinking, sitting and thinking. It'll start to penetrate. It'll start to feel. You'll just have that feeling of like today is Tisha B'av. And there is nothing else worthwhile doing. Simply just to be there and to experience what's going on. And even little, little children, even children that are so young, we want them to experience that for them it's just boredom. But it's a concept that they don't forget. Tisha B'Av is nothing to do. <laughs> Tisha B'Av is a boring day. And that's actually exactly what it's meant to be. And that's the message that's supposed to penetrate. And that's something I think that we could all relate to. Let's hope that we all... Uh, have an easy fast, and we are able to relate to this day of Tisha B'av, and we should be zeichah that kal ha kal mesabel Yerushalayim. Everybody who participates in the sadness of Yerushalayim and the avelus of Yerushalayim, zeichah v'rei b'shuasa, is merits to see the 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 salvation and how we all come out of God with Mashiach's kind of meheri Have a good Shabbos and a good night.